Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm going to have kind of a serious show today. Not that all of them aren't serious. I try to make them serious. We try to hit a little humor with them. But today I have an article um, titled, Comfortable Tyranny. And then I heard some things this morning that I thought, that's just crazy. So I'm going to get down and talk about you and me and, and what we need to be doing. I know we say that a lot, but, uh, you know, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you on this day to give you glory and praise and honor for all that you are. And to beg for your help and your assistance. To beg for your forgiveness. And Father, for your protection. Father, for your comfort. And for your healing upon all those who have been in the wakes of these storms in the last few days. They are devastated, Lord. I know just a little bit of how they feel. Just a little bit. But their loss was even greater. And Father, we have allowed evil to come into this country, to dominate this country. Evil is always here. And somehow we got all smart and we thought we didn't need you. But that's not true. Father, We give our hands and open our hands out that you will fill us up. Fill us, Father, with your truth and your wisdom. Fill us with courage. Fill us, Father, with your love that we might share it with others. I ask, Father, that you will use me Use me here, today, tomorrow, however you choose to use me, and may I be a willing servant to you first, Father. I joke about saving a nation, but you already saved the people. We just need to be your witnesses. And it is only you that can bring America back home, to make America home again. To make America safe. To make America yours. One nation under God. Make us a willing, willing people. Make a, give us that righteous anger, Father. And then the wisdom to act as we should. In ways that we should. 
for such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I believe you have not only placed me here, but every single one of those listening today, you have placed them there that we might strengthen one another. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thirty-eight years ago today, I lost my home in a fire. And it was then in the spring of 1984 that the song, which is now a theme song for President Donald J. Trump, God bless the USA. It started out, if tomorrow all the things were gone, I worked for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I'd thank my lucky stars to be living here today, because the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me, and I'd gladly stand up next to them and defend her next to you and defend her still today because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. I was thinking about that this morning when I realized that it was the 16th of December and we lost our home in a fire. Life changed just like that. Life changed just like that. And I'm thinking about all those that have been in the wake of this horrific storms that have gone through. They lost not just their homes, but lives were taken. I didn't lose any lives that day. My children were, one was with me, the others were in school, and I was expecting the fifth child. That's where I had been. I had been, praise the Lord, I was not home. Praise the Lord, my husband was not home that day. But many have not been even as fortunate as I was that day. And I pray that God is with them. I know that he is, but I pray that they can feel him. The materialistic things, oh, we miss this and that. I still find myself looking for things, and that was 38 years ago. (laughs) I've lived longer since then than I had then. Then I still find myself looking, oh, wait a minute, that was pre-fire. Some little item, maybe a kitchen gadget or something, just some little thing. It's devastating. But they're earthly things. Life, on the other hand, is precious. So I guess I'm asking you today as I go into this show, are you proud to be an American? Or are you comfortable in tyranny. Nancy Pelosi this morning, I don't know, I only missed, I missed part of what she was saying, but I heard her say, I don't know where the attitude of lawlessness comes from. <laughs> she can't explain all this stuff that's happening, this smash and grab and the murders and all this and that. This is coming from the same woman who just last year, when all the rioting, looting, and torching of the cities prior to an election, she said, well, people do what they do. People do what they do. And, of course, when the burning in the cities, uh, the background CNN man on the spot tells the viewers, and we're watching, these are mostly peaceful protests. 
It was absurd, was it not? And of course it was the riots and the, the death of, of the one, which I've lost his name now, gentleman, who was not a gentleman, he was a thug, but his death that was witnessed by everyone that set off this firestorm, so to speak. And now, of course, Saki says, it's the pandemic. The mayor of San Francisco this morning was scolding the police for not being aggressive enough. I don't know which two she wanted to be aggressive, you know, because they wanted to defund the police and get rid of them. These are the, it's the same party that are the power mongers who kept screaming to defund the police. And she continued in her little interview this morning, suggesting this morning that maybe we should leave the trunks of our vehicles open so the thieves could see that you have nothing in there and they won't smash your vehicle. That's an absurd statement, isn't it? We've gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. I didn't realize where that came from, but it came from uh, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte the and the French statesman of Talleyrand. In life, things that are noble and magnificent are never far from things that are trivial and laughable. <laughs> I thought, trivial and laughable, that is this mayor, that is Nancy Pelosi, that is Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Yeah, she's laughable as she's cackling. We've gone in America from prosperous to debtors, from citizens to subjects. And Voltaire said, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. We're going to talk about that today, and we're going to talk about comfortable in tyranny. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. My name is Elmer Heinrich. My company owns and sells Immuno 150, the best nutritional supplement on the market today, bar none. No other nutritional product compares because Immuno 150 contains 9 exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, and 70 plant-derived trace minerals, plus aloe vera, COQ10, all the omegas, biflavonoids, and more. The 70 trace minerals are the key. Most nutritional products contain no more than 15 minerals because they come from fruits and vegetables. Now, if you want to improve your immune system, call 888-316-2224 or visit Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. Again, that phone number is 888-316-2224. 
You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. And we have returned. <laughs> so when we ended last in the last segment, I, I mentioned the, the quote from Voltaire. We've heard that a lot. You know, Mike uh, Cutler was the one that brought it to us here a couple of months ago. Those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. An absurdity is a thing that is extremely unreasonable, so as to be foolish or not taken seriously, or the state of being so. Atrocities, an extremely wicked or cruel act, typically one involving physical violence or injury. Well, what atrocities of late can you think of? How about the destroying of our children during the lockdowns? That was evil. Many of them that are in their teens, this is pretty uh, devastating to them. It truly is. That was an atrocity because of an absurdity. Pronouns. We're told pronouns can be offensive. That's absurd. And so everyone now is walking on eggshells and, oh, do I say she or do I say he or, or do I say it or them or they or, or what do I do? Just stop it and talk. Women's sports has been ruined because of this. Forcing healthy people to quarantine. 
closing independently owned businesses while allowing mega corporations to stay open. Kicking families off airplanes because of a toddler who refused, or a baby, who refused to wear a mask, or an autistic child who even had a note from a doctor said he cannot put this mask on. The action is absurd and the outcome is an atrocity. Forcing vaccinations on people, not allowing them a choice in their own health care, not allowing them to have a religious faith, forcing the wearing of masks everywhere, locking down America made Americans weak. How about the controversial topic of abortion? It is a lie and continues to be a lie. Murder is murder. Making a profit by it is evil. Making you pay for it is sinister. The withholding of treatments and medications known to help a disease so that the death toll will rise and the wicked and will be wicked can force their method for profit and for power. What about the raising of the debt ceiling? That happened this week to $2.5 trillion. That's the debt ceiling. Well, excuse me, but let's go a little farther in debt because we're only a mere $23.3 trillion in debt as a nation. Absurd? Yes. The atrocity is ongoing and will ultimately lead us to a collapse that will render this nation poverty-stricken. We'll make Venezuela look rich, my friends. Has America gone completely insane? Remember I said, was that this week or last week? I have lost track of time. It was last week when we wrote the Make America whatever again, and I said make America sane. We've gone from independent to slave, from freedom to oppression, from educated to indoctrinated, free to choose to conform, conformity. We are here, America. William Wallace, in the uh, Braveheart movie, Mel Gibson screamed, They may take away our lives, but they will never take away our freedom. Well, the land of common sense is now the land of foolishness. It's absolutely absurd to believe there are more than two sexes in life, your life or an animal life, and even a plant life. They have sexes too, you know. Every living thing contains CO2. We learned that in early, late grade school, early junior high. Yet we're being told and it's being pushed on us that we should be CO2 free by 2030 or 2050 or the planet will die. It's absurd. And there are atrocities being committed that are destructive and evil for power and profit, but not yours. Theirs. Democracy is mob rule. A republic is the people rule. There are many things in this nation that need to stop. Absolutely need to stop. We the people, who still believe in rule and law, rule of law and constitution and common sense, the Bill of Rights, which had a birthday yesterday, do we still hold these truths to be self-evident? All men and women, he's and she's, 
are created equal. It took courage for those men, those 56 men, to sign that document back in 1776, a document called the Declaration of Independence. I think now is a good time for you to pull that out and read it. I believe the evil king was a little less evil than what we've got going today. But that evil king, he had the power to oppress and to kill, and he used it. But courage and want for freedom and independence made those 56 men courageous and bold. They signed a document, a list of grievances, and declared their independence away from the king. And then they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honors. Maybe that's what's lacking with our courage today. Is there any American sacred honor left today? We have been bamboozled, America, into believing all kinds of absurdities. And in so doing, we have conformed and allowed and sometimes helped with the atrocities. And um, we're going to, I'm going to share an article with you, Comfortable Tyranny, written by Blaise Ebener. And it's uh, from American Greatness. But first I wanted to talk a little bit about do you remember when, they're not talking about it anymore, but when that man decided to drive his car through that parade and kill people, weaving into the people, weaving into the old ladies and the children. Nobody's talking about Waukesha anymore. That was an atrocity. But when that happened, that, that community is hurting. And they're still hurting. It was a Christmas parade. And they're still in pain. There's still people in the hospital. And when asked why the president wouldn't go there and speak, Saki said, well, you, it just costs too much. I mean, we, it takes so much to get the president to go someplace and, and, you know, you have to have the security and you have to have this and you have to have that. And so they chose not to go there because that was a black man killing white people. But he went to the tornado destructive, where the tornado was destructive. <laughs> he visited there, but Biden was jeered with let's go Brandon chance. You know, it's one thing to cheer and chant. And I'm glad America is doing it. I'd, I'd, I'd rather hear him say, let's go, Brandon, than what it truly means. But it's America talking. Will those voices be heard or will they be censored? Once again. We have a variant out from this uh, COVID Virus, which I believe 
the more farther down this road we get, the more I believe it was intentional. The more I believe Pelosi sent people into the crowds to get sick. And now they're forcing you to wear masks and they're telling you, you gotta do this, you gotta take a jab. If you don't take a jab, you can't travel on an airplane. And now they're saying you can't travel from state to state. Well, how many of us have family in other states? America. That's what the king did. He stopped travel. He taxed travel. What are they doing today? They are worse than the king. Are we even a little bit as brave as those 56 men who signed that document for independence? Freedom doesn't come from that independence. It comes from God. But to live freedom, you must have courage. You must say no. America must stand up and tell the Pelosi's and the Schumer's and the McConnell's no. And the Joe Biden's and Kathleen Kamala's no more. We're done listening to you. Comfortable tyranny, and we'll be right back. And we have returned. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Somebody was saying on Facebook as they're following and listening to the show, Congress doesn't pledge their lives. They just make their fortunes off of our, on our backs. And that's exactly what the king was doing. Exactly what the king was doing. Otherwise, the colonies were just, you know, they're just peasants and they were just in his way. You know, that. <laughs> but they were starting to do a little few things and he thought, you know, I can... I can make a little money off of this. I can enlarge my kingdom. And it was bad. But I dare say, it is worse today. Why? Because we're not even aware that we're under tyranny. Because we want comfort. To combat the rise of comfortable tyranny, we have to strengthen our own virtue of self-government And be ready to exercise it in the face of a regime that seeks to destroy it. Now, we talk about the Biden regime. I'm adding this into this. But the Bushes were no different. They just talked different. We have been under tyranny of a deep state government. They... They did an insurrection upon us little by little, and we didn't know what was going on. Oh, but the carrots, well, they were good, weren't they? Subsidies here, help there, tax cuts, not cuts, tax, uh, what do they call it, um, when you get a tax deduction here, you know. They made it look good. Oh, we're helping you. We're helping you. As they were putting another bundle, a pack bundle on top of your backs. He starts out here with Exodus. And I think we've talked about this before. What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you this in Egypt when you said, leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? 
Far better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. <laughs> Is that where we are today? Just leave me alone and, and I don't want to die. I don't want to die out here in this, from this pandemic. I don't want to die from CO2. I don't want to die. And I want to, I don't want to be restricted with a child, so let me abort it. I mean, we go on and on with the evil for comfort, for self. All forms of slavery, he says, are dehumanizing. But not all forms of slavery are involuntary. The Israelites lost their identity as a free nation under the oppression of the Egyptians. Now, I'm going to defend them just a tiny, tiny bit. It was 400 years. <laughs> 400 years. Once honored guests in Egypt, they became slaves to a distrustful ruling class. It, it would... It would be good for you to go back and read that story, or you could watch the movie, but read the story. It's a, it's a little better than the, than the movie. Yet they complained and hesitated every step of the way on their journey to freedom in the promised land. Too many of them preferred the comfort of knowing what slavery was like under the ruling class and lacked the courage to face the uncertainty that following Moses and living in freedom would bring. Have we in America been enslaved so long to this king government that we no longer know what freedom is? Well, it's going to get worse. What's going to happen to your family if you no longer can travel from Missouri to Kansas to see a child or from Missouri to to another state, or from Illinois to another state, or from Kentucky to another state, from state to state. They want to confine you. Do you understand that? The king wanted to confine the colonists. He wanted to keep them under his thumb and keep control. Because some of those little rebels were getting a little out of control. He goes on in this article. He says, human nature being what it is, the Israelites under Moses were subject to the same tendency to cowardice, comfort, and servitude that Americans today and all human beings are subject to when they cannot summon the nerve to defend their freedom. They also had the same capability for courage, freedom, and virtue. We are still capable of it today, he says. But do we remember how we got here? Now, there he's going to talk about the pandemic. The pandemic of the past 21 months has made it evident, has made evident a divide in American society that likely has been dom dormant for a long time. On the one hand, are those who, to varying degrees, are willing to question the official narrative put forth by government and media elites, violate woke taboos, and live with the consequences. 
On the other hand, is a large segment of American society that actually believes in, or at least significantly conforms to, the official narrative of the last, latest dictates and contradictions of the ruling class. Well, I'm going to stop right there and explain that this has been going on a lot longer than the pandemic. But you see, we had this man come in there, not a saint, not not a saint in any way. But a man came in there that was not a part of the deep state. He was not a he was not one of the king's men. He was one of ours. He wasn't really Robin Hood. He wasn't Moses. But he was one of ours. He was one of the men, one of the citizens of the United States of America, Donald Trump. And they hated him coming in there because he was going to clean up this cult, this mess. And so, I believe, <laughs> those in Congress and in the deep state who, and the media, who absolutely love China, and they, Worship Fauci decided, let's, let's pull a fast one here. Let's bring in a pandemic. One that we haven't seen in hundreds of years. And we'll scare these citizens. And we'll put more pressure on this president. And in the meantime, We'll kill a lot of people because, you know, we're overpopulated here in the United States anyway. But COVID made it clear that the desire of the conformity when our public health overlords continued to make contradictory demands and claims, which were immediately followed by those who buy the narrative. They made a lot of claims, and then they would, then they would um, take them back, and then they'd bring them in, you know, mask, no mask, two masks, three masks, no masks, no masks if you vaccinate, now you got to vaccinate and wear a mask, now you got to vaccinate again and wear a mask. He said every time they did this, people had a chance to recognize the farce, choose not to conform. Some did. After the 15 days to slow the spread was up, people started to catch on. A few more did after the mask mandates began. Still more than, still more when the surge and second wave of lockdowns happened. But each time, the number of people escaping the cycle was smaller. Escaping the cycle took courage and humility because they had to admit that they'd been duped. Unlike the king, the king didn't really dupe us. He just said, I am the king. But you see, Congress is supposed to be representing us. And they're not saying they're a king, but they're acting like one. Are you comfortable in tyranny? Or are you ready to muster up some courage and break free? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back.
Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. Returns you're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This article is rather long, but basically he's saying we've got to mustered up the courage. We've got to want to be free. And if we trade it, just like Thomas Jefferson told us, if we trade our freedom, our liberty in for safety, we deserve neither one. Do you think if you do everything that these dictators in this country are telling you to do that you're going to be free? Do you think you're going to be safe? Look what's happening with the vaccines. They don't work. They do not work. They don't keep you from getting the virus. Now, they might keep you from getting too sick. But you can still get it and you can still pass it. So they're lying to you about it. The principle, he says, of our ruling class is power. Power over everyone for whatever reason or no reason, whenever they please. They don't care. They're going to tell you to do whatever they want you to do. Culture or comfort, culture or cowardice is the next topic he takes on in this article. They don't care about the truth. Truth is not their priority. Have you noticed that? And yet we the people, we will instead, we will redefine goodness to mean comfort. Comfort is the enemy of truth. Did you know that? He explains it means prioritizing yourself over goodness. It means the elevation over the subject. Subjective over the objective. The subjective over the objective. This is what makes comfort the perfect gift to our ruling class. If the only thing to which one tethers himself intellectually is himself, then his mind and will are at the mercy of whatever force is most powerful. The subject is the ultimate coward because no matter what the ruling class says or does, its subject will never choose a hill of resistance to die on because nothing is worth dying for. Is that how you feel? Nothing can be more important to this subject than the subject himself. Think about that. Only with courage can one escape from his own mindset. Only a courageous society can be a good society. You remember the thing about the old men planting trees? It wasn't for them. It was for the future. It was for their children, their grandchildren. It was no mistake that Aristotle placed the virtue of courage first. Courage is the 
prerequisite to all virtue. Without it, you do not possess the strength to achieve any other virtue. Without courage, you won't convince anyone else to be good. Now, we have said many times, uh, I don't care if you get the jab. I'm not wanting to get the jab. You can do what you want. It's your choice. And that's true. But don't those taking the jab deserve to have truth about what it is? The risks. There's risk to everything we do. To some of the, to some people this has been poison. To others it's done nothing. I have many friends and, and family who have had the vaccine and it hasn't hurt them. I have one that I'm questioning. She didn't have heart trouble till after it. Our godly authorities. Those who are in charge right now are trying to remove all religious faith from your decisions in life. You will not get an exemption for religious faith from a vaccine or wearing a mask or anything else these days. Unwavering support for this regime and its narrative fulfills another sort of comfort as well. Having rejected the divine... The subjects need something to fill their godless void. With no belief in a transient natural law, people follow worldly authorities as if they were following the dictates of their own conscience. Feeling the need to, for ultimate authority and having decided to look nowhere but earthward, people fulfill that need in earthly powers and governments. There will be no end to it. There will be no end to what they demand you do. It won't stop with a pandemic. They don't want the pandemic to end. But what about you? The article, I'm going to quit reading it to you. What about you, my friends? When you read these headlines, I'm going to take these headlines here that I have in my hand. And it's, it's just kind of telling. Let's see. It starts out. Biden to Americans concerns the vaccine mandates strip their freedom. What's the big deal? It's kind of like Hillary. What difference does it make? What's the big deal? How is, how is me forcing you to do something a big deal? <laughs> and the next one, Elizabeth Warren calls for Congress to expand the Supreme Court. I believe it's time, she says, little Pocahontas. U.S. ambassadors to the U.N. Time is running out to strike nuclear deal with Iran. Four Referendum questions will determine Taiwan's future. That's another one. That's coming from the Daily Signal. The CCP supported YouTube influencers spread Chinese propaganda. Let me tell you, there has been an insurrection, and it is all those in our government, whether it's in the bureaucracy, the deep state, or the Congress, the elected state, they are in bed with our enemies. And China is an enemy. 
And then there's a video that purports to show the Transzimmer crushing female competitors. We've seen it. He couldn't compete with the guys, so he had to compete with the girls. So he's decided to become one. It's a sick world we're living in. And we keep enabling them by doing what they say. Okay, I don't want to offend you and call you a he or a she, so I don't know what I'm going to call you. Call it what it is. It's tyranny. Call it what it is. It's an insurrection of the republic. Call it what it is. What it isn't is freedom. Muster up the courage and call it what it is. Tyranny. Will you sign? Would you sign away? Pledge your life, your fortune, or your sacred honor? Does America, from the sublime to the ridiculous, do we have any sacred honor left in this nation? Rise up, America, and let's bring America home. In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on we'll conspire as we dream Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center Where heritage and responsibility instill character where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is, again, the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to preserve the nation.com to begin that restoration. <laughs> 